0: When you look at kids, especially during the summer, why not just make it these group projects and just let go of the expectation that may be a burden on a child?
1: Hello, and welcome to the Arts of Language podcast with Andrew Poudoir. So, Andrew, I know we have talked about this before, and that is what to do with your students now that they're free for the summer, should you continue doing any type of writing assignment? Of course
0: not. (laughs) Why would you want to burden your students with maintaining their basic skills during a long three-month holiday when they could sufficiently allow everything to atrophy and you could have to just start over in the fall?
1: (laughs) He says with his tongue in cheek. So there's a, there are a few skills that we would recommend continuing at least touching on, so that the kids don't get evaporation syndrome. You know,
0: well, you know, there's basically your your knowledge, concept, your skills, mm-hmm. and you're going to forget stuff if you don't reinforce it periodically, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it, things are. I I don't think that anyone ever said hmm, two and a half or three months of no academics is going to be really good for kids. That, that isn't how summer came to exist. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it started out in a time when people needed kids to help them work. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, I think it's just, it's a combination of really entrenched tradition and the fact that it would be very hard to find people who wanted to teach In schools, if they didn't have that huge benefit of a long paid time out of school. Yeah. So, you know, we'll say, I don't know if you call it vacation because I know a lot of teachers who do work during that time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, for kids, it's just, it's never really that helpful. And I know a lot of homeschoolers that basically do year-round school. Yes. And there are a few schools here and there that have shifted over to year-round school and will take two to three week breaks Mm -hmm. several times a year, Mm -hmm. which I think overall is probably better. But a lot of people, they just start going into, I'm exhausted, finished. I'm not going to do another day of this. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I know some people that get to that point early April.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go. And so even with our writing system, we kind of wind down with our unit nine, expecting that hopefully parents will and teachers will get to that in April or May. But if they don't, guess
0: what? They get to start over again in the fall. Yeah, or just keep go. going through the summer. That's or, true. Or, you know, I know some people maybe have their kids in school mm-hmm. or they have them in some kind of school-like hybrid program Mm -hmm. or something. And they look at the summer as a time to really do enrichment with academics, along with travel, Mm -hmm. along with maybe, hopefully, a whole lot more time outdoors and all that. So, yeah. So, what can people do to retain and even possibly build their writing skills?
1: Well, I like to think about the enrichment side of it because i like the idea of it being different than the school year i like the idea of the you know the kids at least tricking them into thinking they're getting a break and so what kind of writing assignments would be enrichment based writing delight based writing assignments and i'm thinking what teacher is going to come up with that type of thing. And, you know, we had a few ideas when we talked about this before. Some of them were to start a little writing club, you know, where you get a group of kids together and they meet maybe a couple days a week and you serve refreshments and you just make it a game and you just start with either one of our theme-based books and you just do a couple lessons over the course of the summer. And it's not A lesson a week, it's just a little bit of playing here and there and maybe elaborating a little bit more on some of the stylistic techniques. Yeah,
0: especially if you went and did up through Unit 3. Yes. And that would be, you know, a story writing club. Most kids think they like writing stories Mm -hmm. better than reports. Right. Some of them know they don't, but most of them think they do until they get kind of stuck and they don't like their story, Mm -hmm. which is why our Unit 3 is so excellent. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, story club. I think also, you know, the the modern world is kind of pointing out to kids that a lot of people will write blog posts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about what they're doing or thinking or mm-hmm. going on with them. So, you know, that doesn't really that's not something we ever really talk about. Except maybe Unit Seven, mm-hmm. you know, inventive writing. But blog posts are a lot more free form. Mm-hmm. It's not as though okay, now you have to have X number of paragraphs with Y number of details per that. Another thing is um, script. Mm-hmm. You know, writing writing a video script. Right. Um, Doing a little play. Yeah. I think a lot of kids like to make videos, but they don't necessarily have the experience or the mastery to mm-hmm. be able to make a video. Spontaneously, Mm -hmm. that's going to be that interesting or amusing to anybody. But they could write a script and practice it up and then make a video. Right. And about any number of things, whether it's something they like to do, like cooking or climbing trees. And then they can write it, read it, and then take video clips and make a little, you know, mini movie. It's going to come out better the more planning there is.
1: Right, right.
0: So we so, should do sometime uh, an actual thing on script writing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure I would be able to tell people how to do it, but it is kind of a, a different little mm-hmm. zone of writing. That yeah, could be the there. format
1: um, of it, it. It would be pretty easy to find a format that you could then, you know, that's what we do, structural models that you can then imitate. You know, you need to... Paint the scene. You need to have the characters identified, who they are, what their background is, a little bit. So a yeah, lot that'd of be fun. Uh,
0: people travel. Mm, yes, during the summer, and you know I think travel is helpful because you're seeing and hearing and experiencing things, tasting, smelling things that you're not used to. Mm-hmm. You, you go to a different place, and so. There's variety. Right. And so that makes it easier to write about because it's new and the impression on your senses is stronger than, you know, you're you're in the same place day after day. Yep. So I think to incorporate travel.
1: Well, and let, let me just talk about that a minute because I I love that idea. You know, I, I love to travel personally. I think um, and have started traveling a little bit with my grandchildren. But even when that the the challenge that i had with my boys growing up is very different than today's parents with their children and traveling and we didn't have the problem with screens hmm. we didn't we had the coloring books we had the conversations we had the adventures and audio cassette tapes that we played in our car while and we were traveling old <laughs> but today you know there's my five-year-old granddaughter and she's in a car or on a plane and she wants to play with the iPad or you know in And mom and dad say, no, let's wait until we drop grandma and grandpa off at the airport and then you can play. But how about using that travel time to actually talk about and then write what you just experienced? Now, that's a problem for me personally now. Again, this is my own personal problem, but you might find this problem in your family that I get carsick. And so for me to write in a car just does not bode well for anyone. So how about the person that might get carsick be the dictator or the, not the <laughs> yeah. dictator, but you know, the person. The se- that...
0: Yeah, the, the non-carsick person yes. can be the secretary. Yes. I suppose One of my favorite stories when this was shown to me, I was very impressed and it was a long time ago, probably mm-hmm. 15 years or more. But um, uh, This mom who'd been teaching our program for a few years to her kids, she had these twin boys, I think they were 11, if I recall, and they went on a trip with their grandparents and took a lot of pictures, Mm -hmm. as you would expect. Yes. And so the mom said, well, you could do kind of a unit five style, but just one paragraph Mm -hmm. about some of the pictures you took on your trip to Arizona with grandparents, whatever. And you know, the boys had enough writing. They had the the confidence and competence mm-hmm. to to do this, and so uh, they, you know, looked at the picture, used the unit five model. What's the central fact, and then. All right, what else is going on? What were you thinking? What are you feeling? What happened before? What happened after? What was outside the picture? All that stuff. That that becomes a habit of thinking mm-hmm. if you stick with it long enough. Mm-hmm. And then of course a clincher that uses two or three keywords from the topic sentence. So you'd have maybe a four or five, six maybe sentence caption.
1: Yes, yes, I love that. For that, mm-hmm. that
0: picture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these boys got going with this. And I don't know who thought of it, but someone thought that they could keep going with this and then make a book for the grandparents. I love that um, idea. With the pictures of the trip and the paragraph, you know, a short little caption-y paragraph for each picture. Mm -hmm. And I think they ended up with over 50 pictures and paragraphs in a book, and I think they took the trip in the summer and they had the thing ready by Christmas. Christmas, perfect, love so, it, yep. you know, that's one way that the writing can be reflective, mm-hmm. it can be enjoyable and somewhat free, you can still practice the structure and style ideas, mm-hmm. and it's a way of sharing and giving.
1: Yep, I there's so many reasons why today, because yeah, I remember when I first started working with you, I had heard that story. So that's over 15 years ago yeah, that that, yeah. that had happened, and we didn't have the technology then that we do now. And so to create a book like that would be super easy.
0: Yes, today, yeah, yeah. I think they had, you know, they ha- they did have a digital camera, mm-hmm. and so you could lay it out and put it out. Yeah, but now, yes, um, you could just send it all in, and it would be. Perfect bound, exactly beautiful glossy yes. pages. And yes, only cost you thirty bucks or something. That's right. So. That's
1: right. And and you could do it either in the child's own writing, printing, or cursive. Which I love that idea because then you're preserving an artifact. This is how they used to write at that age, you mm. know, with their own handwriting. Or just have them narrate to mom or a right. If teen, they're too young yeah.
0: to to write it out, they can narrate. Yeah. I um, I think that. What was fun was for them to work on it together. Mm -hmm. And of course, twin boys are going to be naturally a little bit competitive. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they probably were, you do this and I'll do this one. And, or maybe they said, well, we'll do them, we'll do this together. And then they get to both throw in memories. And then those ideas ideas
1: would be very silly.
0: (laughs) you You know, one of the things I have noticed a difference between being in school and being in the real world. When kids are in school, There's kind of this context like you have to be doing everything all by yourself. Mm. You have to write your reports all by yourself. Otherwise, you're not learning as well as you would. But, you know, in the real world, we're constantly collaborating. We're constantly tossing ideas back and forth. We're constantly gaining the benefit of the synergy of many people's genius. Yes, And so when you look at kids, especially during the summer, why not just make it these group projects Mm -hmm. and just let go of the expectation that may be a burden on a child that somehow I have to go off and think of everything and do it all by myself and be, you know, back to the world until I finish this horrible writing assignment. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. that just isn't representative of what we do once we Finish school, basically.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very very true. You know, I'm a very collaborative leader. I love to get input from my team. And I feel like then um, I'm kind of, what do you call it, double teaming you. Hey, Andrew, my team said
0: we should do this. And how can you say no to me? (laughs) Oh, no, it works well. But So there's that aspect. Um, You know, I have seen, and I think it's kind of going away, But I'm always grateful when I receive one, which is like the Christmas letter yes. from the whole family. Yes. And each person contributes. Oh, you know. so
1: mom doesn't write the whole letter. Yeah, Everybody exactly. Gets like to each write member
0: own. of the family. And some of these can get pretty long if yes. there's, you know, five, six, seven kids, whatever. But why not an end of the summer letter? Mm, I love know, that. Rather than, oh, we have to do this with the new year. Mm-hmm. The other thing that... I have come to appreciate mm-hmm. more and more are letters from kids, mm-hmm. especially grandchildren. Yes, yes. And as my grandchildren getting a little bit older, you know, I can have a little bit more enjoyment or expectation of a little bit more in-depth. I mean, they love to illustrate. Mm. All All the grandchildren, they they would rather draw pictures, I think, then write letters, but sure. why not both? Sure, you know, exactly.
1: And, what is the expression you're quoting? I don't remember who you're quoting, but it, that which is honored is, is cultivated, cultivated. Yeah. yes. And so I think that's probably why they enjoy drawing pictures for you because you're honoring
0: their efforts. Well, and then I have to write back. So, yes, you do. You know, <laughs> but so, you know, that's good. What else? What What well, are some you, other ideas you have thought of for summer writing, mm-hmm. I don't know, what would you call it? Maintenance exercise, but...
1: Well, enrichment is enrichment. kind of what I was thinking. And and what you mentioned it, but just a different spin on that, is writing letters and doing maybe... And we do this in the structure and style for students year one level B, I believe, where you're writing a letter to a business and you're basically saying good things about their restaurant or their store or, you know, write a letter of complaint. So how about writing letters of affirmation to places that you have visited and, you know, I think that the owner of that store would just be delighted to get a letter from a 15-year-old
0: or a seven-year-old and yeah, probably and, frame it hanging on the wall. And you go as, there again next summer, you see your own letter up on the wall.
1: And maybe you got a coupon for a free chicken sandwich mm. if you wrote a letter thanking them for their delicious chicken sandwich. You know. So yeah, I I, I like that idea. And and the other thing that I, I did want to mention, and this almost sounds like bringing school into the summer, but this this idea, and we talked about the writing club and only going up to unit three, but there are some, some things that we have in our curriculum that are, that are built-in games, and I'm thinking about our fix-it grammar. Oh, you know, yeah. maybe you didn't have time to address grammar over the school year. How about grabbing one of our fix-it grammar programs. And, you know, whatever level your students are at, you just read the description. You'll be able to figure it out pretty easily. If you're not sure, just go down a level and let them have fun. And it's like a treasure hunt. Every day they're trying to find the mistakes that are embedded and they have a little checklist and check it off. And then you can turn that into a bigger game where I'm thinking of Dr. Webster, where the students got their little avatars and they were on moving up the pathway yeah the pathway he had planets and you know that that whole idea of just rewarding their efforts but making what they're doing actually have built-in
0: motivation as well yeah so another thing that we we do a little bit of it in some of our video courses Mm -hmm. but i think also fits very nicely with the summer theme is poetry oh yes and you know it's it's a time when memorizing poetry, mm-hmm. nature, poetry, knowing poems that you can recite when you go somewhere, maybe to summer camp or to visit cousins or some so good. Some, something where you you can kind of exercise your poetry muscles a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, poetry, by its nature, doesn't have to be quite so rigid. like, That's one of the things we do for kind of an off-checklist assignment. Right. Like, yeah, don't worry about, you know, stylistic techniques per se. Try to imitate this, you know, rhyme scheme or meter or try to work on this theme Mm -hmm. or memorize this poetry. So, you know, I think that that's a nice thing to incorporate. Right, right. Into summer, as well as uh, maybe some themes. Mm that are summer-based themes. Uh, I know one that a lot of people enjoy is kind of the 4th of July, fireworks, freedom, travel, picnics, history of the country, Francis Scott Key mm-hmm. writing the, you know, national anthem during mm-hmm. the War of 1812, stuff Spamble like Banner, that. Yeah. So that's a theme that would come up in July, which is not part of the normal school year per se. Right, exactly. Um, And then, you know, what are some other things kids do? Maybe they get to go swimming or take swimming lessons Mm -hmm. or picnics, Mm -hmm. or they've got more time to do cooking. Maybe summer recipe book.
1: Yep. Oh, I love that idea. Yep. And, you know, sorry, I keep bringing you back to structure and style for students, but we actually did some writing lessons on these really ancient recipes of this dried shark that they yeah, serve. Yeah. and it,
0: But that was fun, too, though. Was that um,
1: 2A? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, I'm thinking, you know, what are some of those extracurricular mm-hmm. things that you have time to do with children? Yep. When they don't have to go to class, you don't feel like you have to be constantly vigilant to get to the next page and the next chapter so that you can finish the book on time. Well, now, what are the things that you're doing in life? And, you know, I think one of – and I'm very hesitant to say this because I always had this really negative attitude about journaling Yes, in this sense mm-hmm. of – and and I think the reason was my perception of journaling was that you would write down how you feel mm-hmm. about various things. Right, right. And I don't, I mean, I'm a guy. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> various things. And so it, it always just seemed like a dumb thing to me. Hmm. But now that I'm older, I realize it could have just been a record of what happened. Yeah. And how enjoyable it is. To be able to read back Mm -hmm. just a record of what happened because it activates memories. Yep. And so I've started a one sentence a day plan. I've been at it for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I thought to myself, okay, I'm not gonna tell how I feel about stuff. I'm just gonna say, here's what happened today. Mm -hmm. But when I look back and read, oh, a year ago, I read it, I think. I remember that now uh, and I would not have remembered it hmm. if I hadn't been able to read it. Right. So I I kind of wish I'd started this 50 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a kid. Right. And just this anybody could do this one sentence a day yep. Yep. about anything that happened during the day. And if you wanted to do more, OK, you could do more. Right. But uh, that that's a very, very doable yep. idea. And even if the kids kind of rebel and say, why do I have to? Fact is, if they just, if you just all did it together, everyone's going to write their one sentence about today Mm -hmm. in their book before we go to bed. A
1: little composition book. Yeah, any kind of book or, you know,
0: I use a Excel spreadsheet. There you go. But I I just, I see more value in that now that I'm old than I would have thought it would have when I was younger. And I really wish I had more records of the things that happened in my life. Right. And it would be particularly cool to have access to what my children were Mm. remembering from the days of their lives back when they were kids and teenagers and all that. And, you know, as long as it's not one. I think the thing that put me off was this diary Mm -hmm. with the lock and key like you know it's got to be something so special and Mm -hmm. secret and juicy that you don't want to know just like right went to grandpa's house swam in the pool it was fun you know i mean even if it's just super mundane
1: yep i think that was three sentences so there you go you tripled expectations (laughs) that's awesome i'm
0: not sure any of them were complete sentences but we won't argue but again free form
1: yeah exactly well and i would just say you know just what I've been told, and I agree with myself when I say it to myself. When's the best time to plant a tree? 50 years ago. When's the second best time? Today. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's just that's, buy a bigger
0: tree and plant it. Yeah,
1: yeah buy it. so uh, that actually reminds me of a gift I received from my daughter-in-law last year at Christmas—a subscription to Storyworth.
0: Yeah, I've heard about that. I'm just hoping no one gives me that.
1: Well, and so what? Every week I get a little prompt, and the very first prompt that I got was, "Have you ever won anything?" and You know, at the beginning, I'm a pretty good starter. I'm not so good. And what I force myself to do now when I get the prompt, the prompt and the prompt that I got this week is, who would you like to thank? Hmm. And of course, what I had to start with is saying, I'd like to thank the Academy because that's so cliche, right? Yeah. But then I just just made a, a quick keyword outline so that if I decide to revisit it someday, now I can flesh that out. And every week I have a little chapter in my book and that is just that is gratifying. And so maybe a family story worth subscription that you only just do for over the summer. And every week you've got a prompt that you work on together collaboratively. And then you've got your, yeah, what I did think, I do over the summer yeah, I vacation? I think
0: collaboratively is the key mm-hmm. because it's so easy to throw a prompt at a kid. And if it doesn't catch, he's dead in the water and right. frustrated and hates right. it. But if you were to sit around and talk and someone – can be the secretary and put the keyword outline on the whiteboard. Yep. And then you write it out. Yep. Yeah. That's imminently doable.
1: Yeah. And one the advantage of story worth and why would you pay for a subscription is if you actually finish it and do what they're asking you to do every week, you have a fifty two chapter book that they will publish for you. That's part of what you get when you get the subscription. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll publish, I mean they'll print it for They'll you. They'll print right? it for you. Yes, yeah. exactly. They're not gonna no one's gonna buy it, that's for sure. But um it's been it's been really fun, especially, you know, as I reflect on my dad and I lost him in the last year. And yeah. so just thinking about him and just my my family and just you know, wow Andrew, I'm sounding old because I'm reflecting on my my legacy and what's that gonna look like. But I, I think that this whole idea of delight driven exercises, especially over the summer, I think will keep the students... Well,
0: I think we just have to be a little bit careful about that Mm -hmm. because some kids will not ever reach a point of delight. This is true. And that doesn't mean it isn't worth doing. Exactly. So, yes, if it becomes delightful, benefit, side benefit. But, you know, make a plan, try it, do it all together, and there's a chance that... At some point, everyone will look back and say, oh, I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. Uh, there's also a chance they could say, do we really have to do it? And then you say, yeah, we're just going to. We're just going to do it. that's what we do.
1: That's what we do. Yeah. And, I, you know, the whole, we haven't brought this up. I kind of alluded to this. But whenever you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else, right? So whenever you say yes to this idea of enriching your summer with writing assignments, you're saying no to probably a little bit of screen time, which – we know that that's a win win because we know that that can be healthy for students in their brains in their souls and in their bodies too yeah
0: you know one other little thought i'll just throw out there because i've heard so many i've heard so many stories that this was effective and that is getting a cool calligraphy set. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. You know, a a pen with the different tips mm-hmm. and a little book on how to make different beautiful letters. I think for a lot of kids they hit kind of this sensitive period where they they think it's pretty cool to write in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes take a lot of time. And and during the school year, time is your commodity. It's like, we have to get all this stuff done. right? But in the summer, you have more of that commodity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, what if you did spend half an hour writing one sentence and making it look really beautiful and practicing that? Maybe
1: even illuminating the text oh, right with a little bit of illuminated text yeah. you know yeah that would be really pretty well i hope listener that it's given you at least some food for thought as you plan for a low evaporation level summer
0: well and could we invite people to contribute ideas yes. to our facebook page or to email mm-hmm. them into us and we'll sure. post them because i think some of the very best ideas come from the people who are right there yep. in the moment getting the inspiration and why not just share that yep
1: so we do every week we post on our website this podcast but we also post a companion blog post and so we'll open that up for comments on our blog post, so that people can contribute their ideas of what they could do for writing assignments for the summer i like it all right thank you andrew Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, or just visit us each week at IEW.com slash podcasts. Here you can also find show notes and relevant links from today's broadcast. One last thing, would you mind going to iTunes to rate and review our podcast? This really helps other smart, caring listeners like you find us. Thanks so much.